0: Hey there, thank you for tuning in to our Big Time Talker podcast. I'm Burke Allen. New episodes post every Tuesday at all the uh, usual outlets, Apple, iTunes, Spotify. We're uh, everywhere you are, so be sure to tell a friend. Thanks to our show sponsor, SpeakerMatch.com, the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. It's summertime, and that's when people like to get outside and enjoy music, and there's a great brand-new music festival, will sort of cap the end of the summer outdoor music season. It's called the river road music festival, big outdoor music experience. It's coming up for the first time ever. And we've got the organizers of the event joining us. Uh, John page Cynthia Gowdy, Michael Craig Enoch are uh, the brain trust behind this thing happening alongside the Ohio river at historic Henderson hall. And let me start with, with you, Michael. So, For folks who are listening, they could be from anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. Explain where this festival is happening and how to get there.
1: I'm actually going to hand that over to Senta Gowdy, who is on the board uh, that has put together this uh, program. And she knows Henderson Hall better than anybody else. So we're going to let her talk about that.
2: All right,
0: Senta, where are they coming to?
2: One of my favorite subjects, really, uh, we are geographically directly across from Marietta, Ohio. We are between Marietta, Ohio and Parkersburg on the West Virginia side. So um, if you are anywhere in uh, Ohio or West Virginia, it's very easy to get to our place. Uh, You um, take uh, Interstate 77 to Williamstown exit. Uh, Get on State Road 14 and just drop down the river and you get on Old River Road. And uh thus our name is getting on River Road is going to take you to the coolest festival going. And if you're in Parkersburg and, you know, meandering up the river, you can also come up on River Road, which runs parallel to 14 and takes you to Williamstown and Marietta. So we're very easy to find.
0: So if you're a music fan, and you're looking for a new outdoor festival, and, and especially if you're a fan of country music, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the artists in just a second. It's close to to Parkersburg, West Virginia, Williamstown. Uh, if you're driving, if you're flying, you can fly into Columbus, and it's what, two hours thereabouts from Columbus?
2: E- easy two hours. It's an hour from Charleston, West Virginia. Easy two hours on 77 from Columbus, Ohio. Um, yeah, it's, it's easy. It's only um, about three hours from Pittsburgh.
0: Very good. And also, they have the direct flights right into the airport there in Parkersburg uh, from Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Oh, thank
2: you. Yes, that's very good. And we are minutes from that airport.
0: You talked about Henderson Hall being one of your, I think you said, your favorite places on the planet, one of your favorite things to talk about. What is Henderson Hall uh, Plantation? What is that facility?
2: well uh it is the home of the henderson family uh the last family member um who passed away it that lived in the home was in 2017 20, 2007 sorry in 2007 uh so it was continuously occupied from um the 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 oldest part of the house is built in 1835. The newest part was built in 1859. But the Henderson's family has several claims to fame. And one of them is they are the family that uh, learned about Aaron Burr's treasonous plans and turned him in to uh, their friends, who included Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton. They uh, were uh, strong patriots. And uh, when they got wind of plans, um, Burr's plans to take over the United States government, they stopped it cold.
0: It looks like uh, just a beautiful facility. Uh, So if you're interested in, in checking out history and some great music, the River Road Music Festival is September 30th. Tickets are on sale now, and the website is River Road Music Fest. Dot com John, John Page, what is your end of the snake on this whole thing? What's your involvement with the festival?
3: Well, when uh, Senta and Michael approached me about being a partner with them, I, I jumped right on. Uh, so I'm working with them, providing the production primarily, which is the sound, stage, lights, video, uh, but also uh, helping them out a little bit with some of the planning. We uh, Our organization, Rockstar Entertainment Group, uh, helps build music festivals. And this was a no-brainer for us especially the beautiful uh, Henderson hall that's nestled along the Ohio river has so much charm to it. And uh, so we said, wow, this is a perfect place to put on a music festival. So we've been working with uh, Mike and Santa and helping out in any way we can.
0: What goes into, you talked about production, the staging and the sound and lighting uh, for an event like this, because people just come out to a show, whether it's a show for a hundred people or a hundred thousand people and as a, an audience member, you just enjoy the experience. But there must be a ton of behind-the-scenes work that companies like yours uh, do. What, what goes into something like that?
3: Oh, absolutely. You know, we always say that uh, our job is to build a complete festival uh out of nothing, out of an empty field. And then when we're done, tear it down and leave as as if we were never there. So basically it starts early on in the planning process, finding out where we're at, working with uh, municipalities and, and the organizer in this case, um, Santa and Henderson hall to find out what kind of logistics are required to get our equipment down there. Uh, a couple of days before the event, we'll start building it. Uh, we'll bring everything in from power Uh, to the staging. Uh, We build the roof structure over it uh, to keep the sun out of the uh, artist's eyes during the day and provide lighting at night. Um, So it's, it's, there's a lot that goes into it. A lot of people that are involved with it. Uh, But we're lucky again, to have so many great partners in this, that um, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. And we always say, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of a 20 hour day, you still want to be able to joke around with everybody and, and have a good time. Uh, so we're, we're lucky to be part of it.
0: Uh, Michael Enoch is a, a longtime friend and Michael, you grew up in that area and then you've gone on to be in the music and concert and event business all mm-hmm. over the country, all over the world. Uh, you and I actually did an event together in Shanghai, China. What's it like to be able to bring this sort of thing back to your, your home area?
1: Well, anybody that, uh, has been to this area knows the historical significance of the area. Um, Santa. Uh, kind of referred to that earlier. Um, A lot of the area was uh, originally part of George Washington's tracts of land and people surveyed and were given pieces that they live on. Uh, My family had one of those given to them in 1804. Um, So, But I also wanted to kind of uh, mention a little bit more about the site in that right now what we see about the site is the ability to expand. That site is 40 acres. So we're only going to use a small part of it for this beginning, you know, uh, but we have the ability in the future to expand and do bigger uh, festivals there or make this festival bigger. And we also have the ability to have camping on site and another uh, a number of other things. So for us, what we're looking forward to here is to just develop this property over time. And we're so glad that John came along to work with us. John and I have known for a long time and uh, he was a little modest earlier about uh, providing just the AV. He's also helping to finance the endeavor uh, as a full partner. And I'm very appreciative of his uh, understanding our vision and being part of it.
0: So this this concert event, the River Road Music Festival, happens September 30th. It's the, the first annual ticket start at just 35 bucks, So it's, it's very affordable. Um, but as much as Scent of the Music is important to this, it, it's the location that it's happening, this Henderson Hall Plantation along the Ohio River. And uh, is this right? I read somewhere that a portion of the money you guys raised will go towards the care and maintenance of, of the landmark. Who does that now? And is that right? Do I have that right?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, that's our interest. in it is is actually, it's preservation. It was entrusted to us by the Henderson family and everything they ever owned, they never threw anything away, is still in the house. Uh, and we have a number of outbuildings and the house um, we've been able to do a lot of work on the house, but the outbuildings need uh, help. They've got uh, need roofs replaced and we um, are run almost a hundred percent by volunteers. We do, we pay someone to um, mow the grass, uh, but everything else is all a hundred percent volunteers. Uh, and so we um, it takes money to keep these places going and to um make sure that the guest experience is a good one. And I I also want to make sure um to mention that we have volunteer craftspeople. We have um craftspeople who do uh glass blowing. Uh Fenton Glass was a famous glass maker in this part of the world, Williamstown, West Virginia, and one of the last people to blow glass for them before they um stopped blowing glass and they closed their factory down is David Fetty and David Fetty is uh, on site once a week in blowing glass and you can see how glass has been made for centuries Uh, we have blacksmith shop we have tinsmiths we have weavers and spinners um, dulcimer players bagpipers so when you come to Henderson Hall you really do step back in time Uh, Our our volunteer docents wear uh, costumes, uh, depending on the time that we're representing, because from the 1800s all the way through 2007, we have um, a wide range of time periods that when you visit the house, you actually walk back through those time periods. We have clothing from the early 1800s all the way up to flapper's.
0: It's almost like going to Colonial Williamsburg, but you get the bonus of this great music at the River Road Music Festival, September 30th, near Williamstown, West Virginia, right on the Ohio River, across from Marietta, Ohio. John, I was looking through um, a a couple of the artists that are performing. Uh, The one young lady, Sydney Mack, uh, people may be familiar with from American Idol, a big TikTok following, um, an up-and-coming country artist. She's played with Luke Bryan and Miranda Lambert. Florida Georgia Line, Brett Eldridge, uh, Tanya Tucker, even opened for George Jones at one point. When you've got an up-and-coming artist like that, does that change the way you do production, or is it exactly the same for everybody? I would imagine there is no cookie cutter, one-size-fits-all. You've got to customize things for each artist.
3: You're absolutely right. Um, The the good thing about what we love about uh, upcoming artists is that they really work well. Uh, Not that major artists don't work well with us but they're they're very eager to uh to work together with us to you know bring all the correct uh sound equipment and gear and uh, other things that they need and you made a good point about sydney mac but also kate boytek the opener i mean uh they're both up up and coming and kate in particular i think just dropped a new single uh that i think mike and it can give you a little bit more information about um, but i i you're absolutely right the technicality every contract has what's called a writer that goes with it. And those artists make requests in that writer, uh, everything from what kind of uh, food they want in their dressing room to uh, what kind of special needs they have as far as technology on stage, whether that's in-ear monitors as opposed to speaker monitors uh, and other things of that nature. So, yeah, it's great. But I, I love up and coming artists more. They're so, uh overwilling i guess you know way overboard willing to work with us to make a great show so
0: yeah, i saw that sydney mack has over four million views on tiktok and and i know you know cinta spends a lot of time on tiktok when she's not doing anything else doing <laughs> little cat videos oh. and the dance <laughs> things. so um the, you know that you you mentioned the writers and uh mike you've worked with some of the biggest artists in the world I wonder what are some of the crazy things you've seen on artist writers down through the years. Is there anything that that jumps out at you?
1: I actually have a great story. I I used to book the uh, Seminole Hard Rock uh, Hotel in Hollywood, and uh, I think we had Andy Griggs. But we also had uh, Michael Peterson and uh, our local artist, Bob Smith, who wrote uh, Home to You in Mayberry uh, in Nashville. So he was one of the openers. And as a joke, I had sent him a uh, a note and said, you know, send me the writer. And I don't want to hear about, you know, no brown M&Ms. And, and weird. <laughs> so he wrote me back and said, no, we don't really need anything. And so I decided to play a joke on him. So I got a pygmy goat and had it put in their uh, dressing room. And unbeknownst to me, I don't know anything about goats. The goats Destroyed the dressing room, nice. and at the tablecloth. Uh, it was you know not a great experience, but uh, <laughs> he and I, he and I, and Michael Peterson had our picture taken with the goat, and it was actually in Billboard magazine. So uh, <laughs> something good came over.
0: I just reviewed a writer for the group Sugar Ray, and it had a list of thirty different things they in the dressing room, and I think the eighteenth or nineteenth item was an autograph photo of Tiny Tim. Um, and I think I think it was just to make sure that somebody was actually reading the whole thing, right? I think that's the goal there. The festival is the River Road Music Fest. It's the first ever, and it happens in Williamstown, West Virginia, on the grounds of this big, beautiful mansion. Um, if if you're coming out for a day in, in the country, so to speak, what is the weather like, senta in late September in that part of the world? What can people expect?
2: Fall is my favorite time of the year. Um, The grounds are um, full of trees that are changing colors. I mean, we will um, start the tree peeping about that time. And the walnut trees will have uh, changed, starting to change color. The air will be crisp and fabulous. The humidity is low. It's a perfect time for an outdoor festival. Um, And we are, um, our property runs to the river, but you won't be um, right on the river where the mosquitoes are. So don't worry about any, um, any extra uh, attention from anything like that because that time of year, it is just, it's crisp, it's cool, it's beautiful, and you can see the river and enjoy the ambiance of this place.
0: Historic Henderson Hall Plantation is the site for the River Road Music Festival. Get tickets online at riverroadmusicfest.com. Portion of the proceeds from that event go towards the care and maintenance of the historic landmark. Um, When you think of music festivals, sometimes, John, you think of these big, huge things like Woodstock, where there's hundreds of thousands of people. When you have a festival where the, the headliners are emerging artists, you may not know every song. It may not be Santana followed by the Grateful Dead, followed by the Rolling Stones. But I would imagine a smaller crowd makes for a much more pleasant experience for a show like that, right?
3: Absolutely. It's a lot more intimate. And, you know, when you have the caliber of artists that we have, I mean, uh, you know, Sidney Mack made it to Hollywood with the American Idol show. And if anybody's seen the show, you know that there's a lot of talent involved there. So but but you're absolutely correct that uh, when you have and and we purposely thought about who we wanted to have as this opening uh, festival as our first time out. And being able to enjoy the charm and the beauty of the West Virginia back roads there on this beautiful uh, location where the mansion is and the outbuildings, um, that's going to be really special. And it's also going to be special because of the crafts that uh, Santa mentioned earlier with the glass blowing and the other things we'll have going on there. Uh, there'll be an expo area and there'll be you know, food trucks and those kind of things too. But it's really going to be a great day for the whole family to come out. And not have to worry about you know a crowded uh, scene. We're we're excited.
0: So Mike, our uh, our mutual friend Kate Boytek, is on the the bill, and her star is certainly rising. Her brand new single just debuted on CMT, CMT.com. Uh, she played the Sternwheel Regatta in Charleston in front of you know upwards of fifty thousand people. Um, what is it about? her that sticks out for you as an artist because as we said you know with with your background you've worked with the biggest of the big what was it that made you say "Mm, this one's got something special
1: I think she's very dynamic but also what her trait that stands out to me is that she's very real she's very uh personable and uh what you see is what you get and I think Every time that I'm around her, I leave feeling better, right? She's just that kind of person. She's uh just radiant. And um, you know, part of what John said earlier, these artists that we have, they may be emerging, but both of them have a history of performing with the biggest uh artists in country music. You know, Caitlin or Kate's uh played with Lone Star, Sister Hazel, Loretta Lynn, Low Cash, uh Easton Corbin, Chris Cagle, you know, on and on and on. So We're just excited to have her, and uh, I know that uh, I believe she's uh, one of the uh, current yearly representatives for the city of Charleston. Also, I think right now, and um, I've done a couple shows with her, and I'm really excited to see where her career is heading.
0: Yeah, she is kind of all over the place. She's opening for Joe Nichols this summer, and uh, as you said, Easton Corbin and, and Tyler Farr and Little Texas and Chase Wright and and the list goes on and on. Um, And I'd be curious to get your input, John, too, on uh, when you talk about these emerging artists who are sort of on the cusp of things. um, When you get them on the way up, um, are you able to maintain those relationships when they then become sort of the biggest thing in the world? Because I would think in your line of work, it's a good thing to meet them on the way up, right?
3: Absolutely. And, you know, Low Cash is a good example. We've done them uh, our organization has done them several times, and uh, when they were very, when they were really starting out, they actually started out calling themselves Low Cash Cowboys. That's when we, you know, started working with them. And then they, you know, as they had band direction and got uh, bigger and bigger, they they changed their name and did some great things. But um, it's really, it's really great. And you know, one thing that Mike and I can attest to is our world in the production area and behind the scenes can be kind of small. I mean, there's a lot of artists out there, a lot of agents and things, but the people that execute, uh, like Mike Enoch and uh, other folks on the highest level, uh, there's there's not a lot of them. So we all talk to each other. We all you know work together and uh, we see a lot of the same faces on different tours year after year. But you're absolutely right. It's great to catch them on the way up. and uh, And then we want to be there, of course, when they're on the top as well.
0: This is a great chance to see two emerging artists that are definitely on fire right now. Kate Boytek, uh, along with Sidney Mack, are headlining the River Road Music Festival. Riverroadmusicfest.com is where you can find out tickets and get more information about the, the historic Henderson Hall Plantation, where this is all happening. September 30th is the date. All right, Cinta, I'm going to put you on the spot here. We'll give the other two guys time to think about it. Your favorite concert you've ever been to
2: oh I have to say it was a Willie Nelson concert
0: (laughs) Willie you saw Willie tell me about where that was and what made it special
2: oh it was Huntington and um I've always been a huge fan um and uh it was quite a while ago uh and he was at the very top of his game and all of his great songs were new then uh the ones that we you know now they're they like run in our blood as part of our bloodstream but they were uh they were new he was uh hot i don't think he's ever cooled off but it was just exciting it was exciting to be in um in the group that i was with and have fun and um you know you can sing along and you can sing loud to any Willie Nelson song. So, um, you know, they were new songs at that time, kind of like we're talking about Kate and Sydney coming up. So I think it's uh, exciting to think that the people who come to this concert are going to have the opportunity when they're a few years down the road to say, I knew that song when it first came out. I saw them live in concert then because it stays with you. It stays with you and it's part of your memory and part of uh, your life story. So I'm really excited about these two young women. By the way, I, I do want to point out that they are uh, both have roots in West Virginia. And um, I met Kate Boytech last summer and found out she's from Logan County. And Michael is absolutely right. She is a straightforward, down-to-earth, uh, Individuals you'll ever meet. She's a West Virginian through and through. Um, we're going to love having her on stage. And Sydney Mack has connections and roots here in Parkersburg. Uh, she's here often, and um, she is so excited to be able to perform at this level on this kind of stage um, in her hometown.
3: That's
0: fantastic. And and you know you're right when you talk about. Uh, a new artist, like you saw Willie Nelson when those songs were fresh and new. <laughs> and they become a soundtrack of I your am. life, right? Uh, I'm not going to say a word. John, Michael, and I are all leaving that alone. Um, <laughs> so, Mike, you do this for a living, and you've seen probably thousands of concerts. Probably is easy to get jaded. But tell me about a show that that has a special place in your memory that you just really enjoyed.
1: Uh, Probably two of them. And the first one would probably be the same one that John would say, which is the first ones we ever got paid for.
0: (laughs) That's a good thing. Let's hope we sell enough tickets to make this one of those.
1: It's always good to go to a show and they're paying you to be there instead of you paying to be there. Uh, The first show that I ever saw probably has stuck with me more than anything else. And that's, that's why I'm here. But uh, I saw Led Zeppelin at the Charleston Civic Center. Uh, so long ago that I'm not going to give you the date, but, uh, I was in, I was probably sophomore in high school and, uh, we had a friend that had a driver's license. None of the rest of us did and talked him into taking us. And back then there was no interstate. So it was a journey. So we skipped school, went to it, uh, got home at three or four in the morning and my parents were, uh, quite upset about it. So the next week we did after getting put on restriction the next week, we did it again and went to see Sly and the family stone. And so those, those two shows have stuck with me and probably the reason I'm doing what I do now, but um, the, the, (laughs) the, you know, my, my father would always get upset with me and threaten that he was going to do things, but he never would. And I think secretly, secretly he was, He had wished he'd win also because he was a big kid. So,
0: What do you think those tickets for Led Zeppelin and Sly and the Family Stone went for back then? Do you remember?
1: I would say they were probably under $10. Wow. Wow. And, but, you know, first off, if you had that level of act now, if you could get a ticket and you got it in the, not in the secondary market, you know, it could be, you know. $500 to $1,000. I just saw that the uh, Taylor Swift tickets are amazingly expensive for, you know, for the front. Um, You have to dig
0: out a second mortgage to get tickets for that show.
1: You know, we have have things now that we didn't have then, right? We have the secondary market. The tickets are on, you know, uh, it's professional scalping instead of uh, amateur scalping.
0: Instead of Mike Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, who has a jacket full of tickets.
1: Uh, the River Road Music Fest
0: is coming up September 30. If it's going to be great, get your tickets now. Reasonably priced. They start at $35 at riverroadmusicfest.com. All right, John Page, you also are in the concert business. Let's roll it back. Favorite concert you've ever seen and what made it special?
3: You know, I, I actually have a few, but I'm a limited to two stories, and both of them involve Mike Enoch uh, who was my stage manager when I first started off. Uh, one of them, we did a show with journey at when they were at the uh, peak of their popularity, I had a 55 Chevy and I was a runner. Mike made me a runner, uh, during the day after he, I worked as a stagehand, which was usually against the rules, but Mike was known for getting things done. And the band journey decided that they wanted to go about town for a bit. So, uh, and Mike warned him he's got a 55 Chevy, but we all piled into that literally uh, Steve Perry. And I remember um, we during the day we dropped off Steve Smith, the drummer, who, by the way, traveled with a video game Asteroids. I was part of in a road case that was in his dressing room and uh. we dropped we dropped him off at an arcade and then we dropped the other guys off at certain places. And then we get a call from the promoter, Ron Stern. Mm-hmm. Where are you? check? So uh we tried to gather gather everybody, but we could not find the drummer Steve Smith, and Steve Perry said, "Where's the local you know, where's another arcade?" And sure enough, on Main Drag Green Street, he was in there killing a, a asteroid machine with these young kids, probably nine, 10, or 11. He had no idea his uh celebrity. Watched <laughs> in awe. Uh, so uh, we packed that, went got back in there. But another one that I that was important, I'm going to mention as well. Huey Lewis in the news that's the first one that came to my mind. uh Huey his name his real name is Lewis and uh, Lou was uh bored being back in, in his dressing room and back in that day we didn't have all those fancy moving lights and everything. We had what's called park hands and yep. every night we burned through the gel the gel colors in those park hands so every day you had to replace those at the next location. And while our, our lighting crew uh, and stagehands were replacing those, here comes Lou up on stage to join, just to talk with us and be part of it. And it, he was so uh, real and normal and uh, welcoming. It was just it was a great experience. I, it was the first time that I realized that celebrities are human just like us, you know, and they're, they have the same needs, desires and stories. And uh, I remember his manager kept on coming up there, Lou you can't be up there. You're going to get hurt, you know, but, but it was a great day. So those are the, some of the warm moments I remember.
0: I love it. If you want to make memories of your own, the river of music fest is the place to do it. It's September 30th and it's at the historic Henderson hall plantation alongside the Ohio river, right outside Parkersburg, West Virginia, which is on the Ohio river, right across from Marietta, a couple hours at max. Uh, if you fly into Columbus, you can also fly directly into Parkersburg uh, from Charlotte, uh, about an hour from Charleston, West Virginia, and a portion of proceeds go to benefit uh, that landmark. Sinta, how do you uh, do crowd control for a, an outdoor venue like this? You know, how do you keep the kids from Woodstock from crashing the gates when you've got a historic <laughs> plantation thing?
2: Well, um, we do have uh, lots of gates and lots of fences. And uh, as I said, we run everything with volunteers and um, they can um, stand up to the best of them.
0: Do people go on tours of of Historic Henderson Hall, like right now, if I wanted to, to buy a ticket tomorrow to check it out?
2: We had a group of fifty six yesterday, um, and uh, our volunteers wonderful, trained individuals in costume. They're like, okay, this group's going to go here, this group's going to go here, this group's going to go here, and they manage um, um, all of that so that um, you know we we ha- we're used to groups of up to a hundred so we're uh going to have to figure out how we might manage to give people a, a peek of the house um without uh, overrunning the house because it is you know it is very old it's it's um full of precious uh irreplaceable things um uh, so we want uh, people to appreciate it and appreciate the grounds that are equally uh, magnificent um so the, with caution and care
0: Mike, when you uh um when you put together an event like this and we talked about, you know, the end of September leaves are starting to turn. It's a beautiful time. It's not nearly as oppressively hot there, uh, that time of year, but there is always a chance of weather going sideways in these outdoor shows. When, when folks like you and John are involved with an outdoor show, what kind of calculations go into weather contingencies and and what is the weather contingency for this particular show?
1: we spent a lot of time on that issue and John prepares so that he's ready for any kind of weather that we might have. Uh, this is a rain or shine show. Um, so, but I, I believe that date will be, uh, his, that has been historically uh, a good date to do a show. You know, the other issue besides weather, if you live in West Virginia, is you have to figure out when the Mountaineers are playing. Yeah. And when Marshall is playing and when the local high school football team is playing so that you don't book yourself on top of those. And this weekend is one of the reasons we picked that, as none of those things are uh, in play then, and also Ohio State, since we're going to draw people uh, from Columbus. Um, Also, I was going to mention, Santa was talking about the area. If you come early, before you come to us, there are actually two historic uh, stern wheel uh routes that on the Ohio, one from Marietta and one from Parkersburg. So you could go earlier in the day and take a river ride and then end up uh, at Henderson Hall.
0: John, is this a, an all ages
3: show? Absolutely. This
0: is okay. a
1: family show.
3: And and that's one thing that we pride ourselves with when Senta and I and Mike got together in the first place. You know, we want this to be com- not only family friendly, but encourage family events. And there'll be other things that we're planning uh, that we'll announce later that will include everyone.
0: So I'll wrap it up with this and, and I'll give each of you an, an opportunity to respond. We'll start with you, Mike. If if you were trying to, to tell somebody why this is a great day to spend September 30th with you guys at the River Road Music Festival, what would you tell them?
1: Again, I think because of the family-oriented uh, atmosphere we're trying to create um, this is the type of event that you can bring everybody in the family, and there's going to be things for everyone, uh, not just the music, but uh, uh, additional uh, items that we're going to have. Also, I would not be surprised if uh, there may be another artist or two that we have not mentioned that might show up. Um, so I'll just kind of leave it at that.
0: I like it. John, you do these all the time, but they're all different. This time you've got some skin in the game and it's obviously in a beautiful place. What would you tell people to to have them give up their Saturday and spend it with you at the River Road Music Festival?
3: Take me home, River Road, to the place I belong, West Virginia.
0: I see what you did there. That's very good. Cynthia Gowdy, you obviously have really close ties to this historic Henderson Hall plantation. You've described it really well. There are pictures at the website at riverroadmusicfest.com. Why should folks spend their Saturday with you?
2: Because they'll never forget it.
0: It's the first ever. The first one. You can be there and make musical history with Sidney Mack, Kate Boytek, and our guests will all be there as well. Mike Enoch, John Page, Cynthia Gowdy. Thanks for spending time with us today.
2: Thank you, you. Burke. Thank you,
0: Burke. You bet. The River Road Music Fest, online at riverroadmusicfest.com. Get your tickets now and spend a beautiful day on the banks of the Ohio River at Henderson Hall Plantation. Thank you so much for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast. New episodes every Tuesday right here. Now, go out and make it a great day. Bye, everybody.